gon' give him the tea. The whole bag, nothing, let him know who you be. Relationship topics might be on the roster. Spiritual healing, just know that she got you. Every Sunday, Nicole got something to say. Tune in, Central Time around 8. Nicole, please. Nicole, please. Nicole, please. Nicole, please. Nicole, please. The whole back nothing, let them know who you be. Relationship topics might be on the roster. Spiritual healing, just know that she got you. Every Sunday, Nicole got something to say. Tune in, Central Time around 8. Nicole, please. Nicole, please. Nicole, please. Hey, cousins, it's your cousin homegirl, Nicole, back with another episode of the Nicole Please podcast. And before you guys get started fussing, I want you guys to know that it took a lot, a lot out of me to drop this episode. Now, I'm going to say this. (laughs) It did not take a lot out of me to record the episode, but me building up the courage to drop it is why you guys are getting it so late. So be happy that y'all got something, okay? I love y'all. Y'all know I love y'all. I have been really good with dropping episodes for y'all, but this one is going to be very, very personal. And so I had to, um, I had to kind of build up the courage to do this for y'all, right? To drop it, okay? So The background on why I recorded this episode, honestly, guys, I've been saying that I needed to record this episode. I had no idea when I was going to drop it. However, comma, things have been moving at a very rapid pace for me, y'all. And what I mean by that is so many doors are opening for me. Um, I have been invited um, to to speak at events, to be on other podcasts, to be... um, on other platforms y'all some of these these platforms and these podcasts that I'm invited on that I'll be going to are podcasts that are totally out of my norm okay totally different from the environments that I'm used to okay um these are podcasts that I had no idea y'all when I tell you y'all know I'm always telling y'all like You never know who's watching you. You never know who's listening to you. You know, like you never know whose lives you are impacting. That is exactly what's happening for me right now. And so with that happening, um, I'm also, y'all, I'm getting like other acting gigs, modeling gigs. And I say all that to say with all of those things, all of those opportunities happening for me, my um, content is going out to a much larger audience and I'm extremely appreciative for that like no lie I'm really appreciative however come <laughs> with that comes a lot of questions like people are, are want to know like who is Nicole who is this girl like why does she have a podcast what's she talking about on her podcast what made her start a podcast and so I've always wanted to do a quote-unquote who is Nicole podcast for y'all just because even if you know me there are very few people who really 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 know me um other people like y'all know me from you know here and there but my story is my story and my story has made me who I am my story is a big part of why I've even started this this podcast so um 
starting my podcast was honestly kind of therapeutic for me. Like I knew that I knew that I was placed here to do something. I just didn't know what that that something was. So um, anyway, I journal a lot. I always tell y'all about that journal and journal and journal. Y'all know I, I, I preach therapy to y'all. Um, all of that good stuff. Any kind of outlet that you can use to kind of um, get it all out, so that, so that so that you're not harboring all this that stuff, holding all this stuff in. So anyway, that's why I started my podcast. Anyway, this episode is going to be about me. I'm also gonna throw, I'm of course, I'm sure I'll throw some motivation in there for y'all. Um, I don't know, hell, y'all know I'm always cracking a joke. Sometimes I'll be, y'all think stuff is funny and I don't even be meaning for it to be a joke, but whatever. So here it is. Don't come for me. Even if you try and come for me, your mammy, whatever. Okay. So, um, my story started in the big funky city of Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Okay. (laughs) So, um, I was born in Pine Bluff. Um, we lived there until I was going into the eighth grade. Life was not easy at all for me. I went through a lot of stuff whenever I lived in Pine Bluff, y'all. And many of y'all don't know this. There are very few people that do know. Um, and trigger warning, this podcast is going to talk about a broad spectrum of things. Okay. Because my story is what made me who I am. And I you know, I always used to, um, like kind of question or be angry, um, with God, like, why, why am I having to go through these things? Why am I, why am I encountering these type of people? Um, you know, why do these things keep happening to me? And it took me until the great big age of my thirties, guys, for me to realize that, um, like, the things that I went through and the things that I continue to go through and the lessons that I'm learning are not for me. A lot, I I say this all the time, the things that I'm doing, the things that I'm building are so much bigger than me. Okay. And so I am learning. I am, once I went through this big transition in my life, um, last year, the, honestly, the last couple of years, I have the the different people have entered into my life. The people who are who have entered into my life are people who have been through very similar situations and they just need a little help on their journey, okay? And so what I've learned is it's not just me, okay? Like I'm not the only one. Like certain things didn't just happen to me. And of course you always hear that like you ain't the only one that that happened to, but until you literally meet somebody who has gone through a very similar situation as you, um, you just don't get it. Okay. So again, I gave that trigger warning. This, this, this episode is going to touch on a lot of hard stuff. Okay. So that's that. Anyway, um, growing up, growing up in Pine Bluff was not very easy for me, y'all. I, um, I was, you know, I was raped as a child. Um, I was molested, um, by two adult men, um, who were not members of my family, but members of the family that my mom was dating into or whatever. Um, you know, I just did not understand why 
that kept happening to me. You know, it was very, very hard for me. And I learned, y'all, that my anger, my, um, I'm, y'all, I'm gonna tell y'all something. I'm hard on niggas. Like, when I say I'm hard on them, like, I'm really, really hard on them. And y'all want to know why, what it is? I'm going to be honest. I'm not even hard on the niggas that I need to be hard on. That's the crazy thing, okay? So, um, I learned that the things that happened to me whenever I was a child have really shaped my adulthood. I had... um. I did not have a good relationship with my mama. I, y'all love my mama to death, okay? But I had a lot of anger towards my mama because I didn't understand why she wasn't seeing what was happening to me. You know, so um, I didn't understand how she could be with um, a man who was molesting her child. I couldn't understand that, but if she didn't know, she didn't know, you know, and so that, that had a lot to do, has a lot to do, um, with my relationships with men. Okay. Um, also my relationship with my mom really affected my friendships with other women. Okay. Because I felt like women would do anything to keep a man. And if I encounter women who just let men just drag them through the mud and treat them any kind of way, like it bothers me so much. It bothers me so much. And honestly, like (laughs) y'all, I didn't understand until very recently why it bothered me the way that it did. Because it's like, girl, that's your business. Not my business. Like you don't want to put up anything from a man. But it really stemmed from my issues with my mama, okay? So, back to Palm Bluff, you know, all that happened. Um, I, it, we just we just did not have the best childhood growing up in Palm Bluff, y'all. Like, I'm just going to keep it 1,000. There are some things that um, my brother and I dealt with that I'm just not, I will not discuss because this is not a conversation that I have had with my brother. So, I'm not sure if he will be comfortable with me. Um, discussing some of the things, but just know, um, my childhood in Palm Bluff was not all that, you know, we dealt with not having water, not having electricity. Like we dealt with a lot of shit y'all. And so, um, yeah, anyway, so that's that. I'm gonna leave that there. (laughs) I'll leave that there anyway. So, um, after we, you know, some things happened, my, my daddy was got incarcerated and so uh, my mama made the decision to move us to the big city of Moralton or whatever. And so, um, y'all, the transition from Palm Bluff to Moralton was probably hor- was probably the worst thing I've, I ever experienced. I knew, <laughs> I knew that I was something in me told me that um, we were going to be transitioning into territory that we were not really wanted. Okay. And I say all that to say, um, as a child, you can tell when you're treated differently. Okay. I don't care who does not like what I'm about to say. I don't care who, um, gets offended by 
it, it is what it is. My truth is my truth, you know. Um, as a child, you can feel when you are treated differently, okay? And so we knew that we were we were treated different, you know. We knew we were treated different from other people in the family. Um, and so moving here uh, was hard for us, you know, because despite all the bad stuff that was going on in Palm Bluff, you know, we still had... Uh, our sunny days you know like my my best friend um has literally been my best friend since we were like in kindergarten first grade y'all um never falling out any of that and so that was like my little support system like my little that was all I had that was like my anchor so moving was very hard on us um and the things that I went through the things that happened to me as a child um in regards to, to to sexual trauma, that shit followed me. That shit happened to me when I got to Walton. Um, actually happened quite often, you know, and so that bothered me too. Then added on top of, you know, not only were you kind of pulled from everything that you know, placed in an environment where you know you're not wanted, then treated like shit on top of all of the other stuff, it just made things a lot worse for me. Not only that, um, I acted out, y'all. Like, I would run away from, I will not run away, but like, I would sneak out. Um, all kinds of stuff. I would sneak out and I did some, some, some horrible shit. You know what I'm saying? And anyway, I ended up pregnant. If you know me, you know I got pregnant at fi the big age of 15, okay? So I am a baby carrying a baby. A baby carrying a baby, y'all. We were living in a hotel, okay? So I am 15, pregnant. My daddy is in jail, and we are living in a hotel. Y'all, that is one of the, that is so traumatic, okay? That is so traumatic. And so um, I'm 15, I'm pregnant. We're, we, we, ne we never really had any stability, y'all. Like, I'm gonna keep it 1,000. We were always moving, um, we never stayed in one place over a year, ever. And so now I'm pregnant. And it's a whole scandal behind me being pregnant, okay? Um, I give birth. A couple months later, I turn 16. I still graduated. Um, but it was, y'all, things were just so hard for me. And because I didn't have a, a good structure, I didn't have a good example of a healthy relationship. I didn't have a good example of, healthy parents and don't get me wrong I know my parents love me but the environment was so toxic y'all that I starting off I was not the best mother to my child like I was not the best mother to her at all um I had to remove myself me and my mama's relationship the the way the dynamic between me and my mom really affected me being a mom in the very beginning because me and my mama would fight, like physically fight, y'all. Like it was really, really bad. Like she would, we would fight. She would call one of her sisters or brother-in-law to come get me. Um, like just all kind of stuff, like all kind of stuff, y'all. And so um, there was a lot of alcohol abuse. There was just a lot of shit, a lot of shit. And it fucked with me mentally. And it turned me into a very angry person very very angry and I didn't know how to direct that anger I internalized all of that shit and 
and and and me internalizing that shit, y'all, was not okay. It didn't. It did me no fucking good. It did me no good, y'all. When I tell you, I internalized that shit for years, for fucking years. Okay, I was angry. I took it out on the wrong people. I was doing the wrong shit. Y'all was clubbing every single weekend, every fucking weekend, like just wild. Okay, that is my truth. Um, all of that, it just, it, it was like a, uh, what it, it was like a snowball effect. So I never addressed, I never spoke on, I never told the things that started happening to me when I was a very little girl. Like the first time I was ever sexually assaulted, no bullshit. Y'all was seven years old. That will fuck you up. So from seven, it just snowball effect i never said anything and it kept happening it kept happening and it's just a snowball effect it made it very very hard for me and so um i had to work on that y'all it caused me me not speaking up for myself not opening my mouth not having an, an outlet to discuss the things that were happening to me to seek help affected me I started, it made me start navigating and migrating towards the wrong fucking people. I had the wrong friends. I was going towards the wrong men. I was being hard on the right men and, and easy on the, on the wrong men, y'all. No bullshit. When I tell y'all that shit has followed me, women, men, listen to me. Talk to somebody. Find you a fucking safe space. Please find you a safe space because I don't want y'all to get to a point in your life where you realize you wake up one day and you're like, oh, fuck, I have more days behind me than I have ahead of me. And you so angry and you cannot, you don't know how to process all the shit that you've been through. I don't want y'all to get to that place. Um, and so... Y'all, it it is just it's it's. I'm trying not to get emotional. I'm trying not to cry because it has been very hard. It's been very very hard, and I all of that shit turned me into a people pleaser. Okay, I was a people pleaser, but I was trying to please the wrong people. I was trying to please the people who didn't really give a fuck about me. And I'm gonna tell y'all something. Horrible people. People with bad character, they tend to notice, they can recognize a broken person very fucking easily, okay? Because this is how people who are damaged, um, this is how we present ourselves, okay? You, something deep, deep inside of you, you know that you're a good person, okay? And... For some reason, this trash individual is what what you're attracted to. What you is like a a moth to a flame. Okay, that's what that's what you've gone to. They know these people know that you're a good person, but they also know that you have a lot of healing to do. So they play mind games with you. Okay. They will allow you to do everything in your power, everything, anything, whatever, to prove to them 
that you're a good person for them. They already know that, but they will never ever they will never ever tell you that they know you're a good person. They're going to allow you to drain yourself dry. Y'all don't do that. Please don't I want y'all to learn, please learn from me. Don't do that to yourself, okay? I was so y'all it's so crazy that how this happened to me, how I even came to this realization about myself, y'all. I thought that I just had horrible taste in people. Like, that's really what I thought. I was like, man, I always be attracting the wrong goddamn friends, the wrong damn men. You know, like, I was thinking that. Don't get me wrong. It was me. But it was me because I didn't realize my... I just, just really, really, really didn't know. And so something very major, somebody had me fucked up so bad, y'all. It almost, I almost did some shit that, y'all, I'm, I'm, I, I've, I done been to jail a couple of times, but I was really finna go to jail this time. And I was something like a light switch went off and it was like, girl, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you need to deal with this shit. You need to deal with this shit. That was around the time when I unplugged. I literally turned my phone off, turned my computer off, no access to technology, and I sat with my fucking self for four fucking days. I sat with myself and started my healing journey. And it was so hard that first day, y'all, because... And it don't get me wrong, it didn't take just four days. Like it's it's definitely an ongoing thing. But that four days was such a pivotal moment for me, y'all. Because that that entire four-day period was a period of self-reflection. Things I sat with myself, I did a lot of journaling, and y'all prayed. I prayed, I prayed, I prayed for any blockages that I had, any any bad memories that I had buried. I wanted all of that to resurface because I knew that everything that I was encountering, everything that I was allowing in my life was a direct result of the things that happened to me growing up. It's okay if you didn't have a childhood. That does not mean that you don't deserve to be happy in life, Okay. It does not mean that my entire purpose, I've learned, I figured it out. My entire purpose is to help other people navigate through those hard times when they're addressing the shit from their childhood. It's not easy, y'all. I don't want y'all to go through it by yourself. I didn't have to go through it by myself during that four-day period, but I did. Because a lot of the things that happened to me, I wasn't comfortable with discussing it. I wasn't comfortable with telling people. I didn't want people to um, to judge me. I didn't want people to to think bad. Like I don't. I I I didn't want people's sympathy. I didn't. So I sat with myself there four days. These days, and that was probably, I don't know, probably about eight nine months ago, maybe whatever. Um, and that was just like my, what the fuck moment. Mind you, I've been on this journey to kind of learning who I am since 
my, my daughter graduated high school. Um, it has not been easy, but it's been definitely been worth it. Um, but I don't want y'all to, to go through this journey by yourself. So the whole point of my podcast is to create a platform for people to come on to feel comfortable with telling their story because their story may help other people. I know my story is helping people, okay? I also want y'all to come here. Oh, this is a safe space for for you all to see like, man, I ain't the only one that's dealing with this or man, other people go through stuff too. You know, my podcast may not reach a million people. That's fine because I know when it comes to my purpose, my podcast is going to reach the people that it's meant to reach, okay? And so that's it. That's my story. Um, I'm getting emotional. I'm not trying to cry on here because y'all know I'm a thug. I'm a gangster or whatever, but that's all I got. I have so much in store for you guys. I love y'all. This is definitely a solo episode. I hope y'all love it. Y'all give me some feedback and let me know what you thought about the episode. Um, my next episode will be with the guest. Um, and that's it. That's all I got. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. As always, bet on yourself. Okay. I'll see y'all next time. Hey, y'all. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show. I really hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. Please follow us on social media and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Nicole, please, is a Queen's Vision 1111 production. Until next time, mind your business, drink your water, heavy on mind your business. I love y'all. Bye.